Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the OK Vibes podcast on this wonderful throwback Thursday that we are having in the first week of March 2023. And as per usual, we will be going over a blog post that was previously published on the OK Vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com. And I do feel like I should say, even though here in the USA, Black History Month is officially over because it's only February of every year. You should never stop being inquisitive when it comes to the history of black people. Black history is every month history, whatever you want to call it. It should be all year long, 365, 24-7. However, I will say I do appreciate the fact that we do have a recognized month for the history here. That's nice, but it shouldn't stop you from learning. Don't focus on us for just a month. Remember that we're here all the time and have been here. I would like to personally shout out per the Black Effect Podcast Network, the I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either podcast hosted by BDOT. Please check that out if you would like to learn about some lesser known Black history facts. I've been learning so much from that podcast. And I do also want to say you can't believe everything that they are teaching you in the public school system, okay? Maybe even the private school system, even in higher educations. Pardon me, in the higher education institutions, okay? Because the fact of the matter is, especially if you've been following any type of news, and I understand all of you are not U.S. citizens, so that's cool. I have no issue with that. And if anything, I appreciate y'all for listening to me. However, I do want to stipulate that there is an ongoing battle, it seems, to cut down the real black history. I don't know why these folks can't just admit to what really happened. Anyway, (laughs) if you know, you know, but I just wanted to get into that and get off my little soapbox in regards to that, because I do feel like it's important to mention that. And I do also want to add on and say you should learn about all types of people that are indigenous, you know, natives of lands, all these different cultures. Get outside your fucking brain, baby, and see what else is going on out there. And I also want to preface our episode by saying I will be touching on some African ideologies and the true definition of something that I was told. But anyway, enough of all that for the moment. Let's get into this week's blog post, which is titled Picket Fence Teeth, published on April 26, 2021. Picket Fence Teeth. If you look at my childhood photos, you'll notice that I never showed my teeth after a certain age. This was due to embarrassment. Having buck and gap teeth weren't ever cool. Maybe if I would have addressed my dental condition as an overbite with diastema to those that picked on me, they would have backed off. Probably not because kids are assholes. I was already being made fun of for being skinny and having a boy voice since my voice was heavy. Bucktooth beaver was a common insult towards me. When high school hit, I was ecstatic about getting braces. Finally, I would have a normal smile. 
My teeth would be worthy of toothpaste ads and dental floss models would eat their hearts out. I wore braces for nearly three years. When the braces were removed, I felt awesome and couldn't believe how nice my teeth looked. The feeling was temporary since my teeth began spreading again and formed a picket fence aesthetic. I was disappointed, even more so when a dentist told me after my initial follow-up post-removal of the braces that I would have to wear braces for the rest of my life if I expected to maintain a look of straightened teeth. My mouth width doesn't allow for the necessary compression to keep my teeth together. Basically, I have a big mouth and not enough teeth to cover the spread. Years later, as an adult, I still feared smiling, especially in front of a camera. Eventually, I accepted my dental fate and grew out of the shame of having a bad smile. I no longer default to a closed lip smile for photos. I was tempted to give an ear beating to a new dentist I have that suggested I be a great candidate for Invisalign. Fuck that. I am fine with having gap teeth and will not succumb to societal beauty standards. After all, having picket fence teeth hasn't stopped me from enjoying life, aside from a long bout of self-consciousness. My daily dental routine includes twice daily brushing, nightly flossing, and nightly mouthwash use. I care more about having a healthy smile as opposed to a perfect smile. And I still have most of my natural teeth. I have fillings in a crown due to a lack of proper dental care during early adulthood. I couldn't afford dental insurance. But now that I can, you better believe I get my cleaning on the reg. After I decided to revisit that particular blog post, I was like, hmm, I should look more into this whole picket fence teeth thing because we all know about gab teeth and all that. But how many people have you met that seem to have a gap between damn near every one of their teeth? <laughs> Usually the perception of gap teeth is that there's a gap like right in the middle. It's the, the guys on the top. I believe we have some famous people that have gaps like that, such as Madonna. And I'm sure there's more, but I'll get into that later. <laughs> but yeah, that's what normally people think of. I have not come across, but maybe one other person in life, somebody I used to date that I do mention on the episode, Old Man Please, hashtag thirsty featuring box cutter Mel. If y'all haven't listened to that, goodness gracious, <laughs> go back and listen. You will laugh your ass off. And if you don't, where's your sense of humor? But anyway, I do mention dating this guy because he was a man of a certain age and finding out later that he was actually a registered sex offender. But anyway, this guy happened to have the same type of teeth I do, which I remember him saying in conversation one day to me, oh, yeah, you got picket fence teeth just like me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I've never even heard that damn term before. Is that what that means? I didn't know that. So I was like, if this is a thing. I should find out what that means. You know, I should really figure out what the hell that's all about. So I went ahead and did my online research as I do. And per championsdental.com, they address picket fence teeth. So I'm going to read what it says. So under the question portion that says, what are picket fence teeth? It says, a denture is a removable prosthetic solution used to replace missing teeth and restore an incomplete smile. This prosthetic may be either full, intended to replace all teeth missing in an arch, or partial, which a section or series of teeth require replacement. With either type, a denture should be carefully customized to match a patient's innate features. Picket fence teeth. 
also commonly described as having a piano key resemblance, refer to dentures that look like false teeth. Picket fence teeth are often the result of a more generic design and give the appearance of teeth that are too flat and overly uniform, like piano keys. The design process for your personalized denture should take into consideration your individual unique aspects, including face shape, smile lines, and surrounding structure. In other words, a well-constructed prosthetic should be comfortable and as natural looking as your original teeth. So when I found this out, I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't have any damn dentures. <laughs> I don't have any false teeth in my mouth unless you count the crown, which I did mention in my blog post. But... I got what the ex I had was saying as far as it might teach like a damn picket fence because there's spots in between. You know, it's like a picket fence. It's not all just jammed up together. There's spaces between. So I was like, okay, I get that. That makes sense. I can go with that definition. Fine, fine, fair enough. However, I also was like, huh, is there any sort of like, I don't know, old wives tale or superstition or anything that involves having gap teeth? And I looked into that a little bit more. And guess what? I came across something very exciting. Well, I would say it was very exciting for me as someone who's had these teeth for a long time and always had an insecurity, which is why, as I mentioned in my blog post, I was not comfortable smiling. Like people's like, smile, smile, bit, smile big. Why don't you smile? Show your teeth. It's like, dude, I'm ashamed of my teeth. <laughs> That's why I'm not showing my teeth, you know? And it doesn't help when you're looking at pictures of people that are popular and they all have these perfect fucking teeth. You know, you're like, oh, I can have perfect teeth, you know? So I came across... This article published in the British Dental Journal. I'm like, what? British Dental Journal? What's up? And it was published on September 14, 2018. And it's called The Perfect Smile, Part 1 by Rose Zeman Poon. I hope I am pronouncing her name correctly. And she gets into this whole origins of the topic of the perfect smile and the perception of how perfect smiles are around the world. So what we see in the Western culture is not the true definition necessarily of what constitutes a perfect smile. It differs from place to place, which as I said at the top of this episode is why you should be doing more research on different cultures, getting to know different people. Because if you're just choosing to stay in this one size fits all mentality, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice, you know? But anyway, I wanted to read this article to you because I feel like it was pretty fucking cool and perhaps you could learn something from it too like I have. So let us get into it, shall we? The Perfect Smile, Part 1 Rose Z. Manpoon, a final year dental student from University of Dundee and fellow students Aitan, Dian Yap, Christy Ang, Jonathan Lewis, Sierra Rocks, and Aaron Makaskill begin a series of articles on the topic of the perfect smile, looking at the perception of different perfect smiles around the world. What makes the perfect smile? The answer to this question depends on your own idea of perfection and can be defined differently around the world. However, in this day and age, 
dentistry is playing a larger role in people's lives. And as a consequence, there is greater desire to achieve the perfect smile. Africa, the beauty removal. In the city of Cape Town in Africa, South Africa, ritual extractions of upper front teeth are sometimes practiced as a rite of passage for teenagers into adulthood. This is popularly known as Passion Gap or Cape Flat Smile. Fashion and peer pressure are the main reasons for this trend. Children as young as 11 have had their upper front teeth removed for aesthetic purposes. Many partial dentures are made to replace the missing teeth and have become a fashion piece of their own by adding some decorated stones. Removal of lower front teeth can be found in Sudan, Dinka, Nuer, and Mabin tribes and mainly in the rural areas in South Saharan regions for different purposes. The teeth are removed quite soon after they have erupted. This act is seen as a rite of passage, and some believe that removing the lower front teeth could enhance beauty. In Ghana, Namibia, and Nigeria, a gap in women's teeth is believed by some to be a sign of beauty and fertility, says Bernice Agyekwina a Ghanaian journalist and Gates Fellow of African Agriculture at the University of California, Berkeley's Graduate School of Journalism. Some women even go to the extent of creating an artificial gap in their teeth because they want to meet the traditional standards set for African beauty, says Agye Quina. In some parts of Africa, sharpening or filing the teeth manually is another extreme form of body modification. Some cultures have practiced this for aesthetic purpose and to distinguish the status between females and males. Females carve their teeth into a shorter or smaller size as having long teeth is considered disrespectful towards males. The ritual of chipping off part of the upper and lower front teeth can also be seen. In Tanzania, among Makande tribes, chipped or peg-shaped upper and lower incisors are believed to be a sign of beauty, strength, or passage from teenage to adulthood. Well, 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 what did y'all think of that? Please let me know. <laughs> you should know how to contact me by now. If you don't, you know I shout out my socials near the end of the show. So we'll get to that. However, I was still doing research, as y'all know, I do. I love doing some online research on things that interest me. And I wanted to get more information about this whole gap in the teeth thing. So I ended up stumbling upon a AstroTalk article or a blog post, whatever, <laughs> titled, Is Front Teeth Gap a Sign of Good Luck? And I was like, ooh, I didn't know about this. So I decided I was going to get into this and read it as well. Are you ready? Are you ready to hear about it? Let's do it. Is front teeth gap a sign of good luck? The beauty standards have evolved over time. Centuries ago, the ideal shape of the body was narrow and slender. However, if we fast forward to the 21st century, then the ideal body type is a voluptuous body. Similarly, teeth also play a vital role in adding to a person's beauty. Aligned teeth are believed to form that beautiful, awe-inspiring smile. The front teeth gap is not only cute, but also has astrological significance. But nowadays, flaws are considered as a god's work of art. The teeth gap is adorned by many now with grace and poise. In fact, 
people are now not resorting to filling in their God-gifted feature. Not all know that it is a sign of good luck, too. Let's have a look into what the front tooth gap means. Reasons for the gap. The medical term for the teeth gap is known as diastema. It can occur in individuals or adults irrespective of age. It can happen any part of the teeth, but is most prominent in the two front teeth. Dentists say that it's generally hereditary and is caused when the jaws are too large. Also, looking down at your parents, aunts, and ancestors will help in pointing out if it's hereditary or not. Astrological significance. The front gap between the teeth may be a matter of concern for many, but it's a sign of good luck. It brings immense fortune in one's life and filling the gap would mean closing doors to a door to heaven. Astrologers believe that like moles, even the tooth gap is fortuitous. Further, the gap reveals several factors about an individual's personality. So, people with this feature are highly creative and intellectual. Their adventurous nature is always on fire. They are ever ready for any expedition. They are generally very talkative and fearless in their approach towards life. They will never bore you and will be the life of any group or party. Their daring nature helps them to stay strong in any harsh situation. They also are very responsible and never say no to any task that comes their way. Moreover, they are great financial managers. Money management is something that they are well equipped with. Famous people with front teeth gap. There are several celebrities that ace the teeth gap as they own it. Standing apart from the crowd makes you instantly attractive. The proof is these famous people who rock the feature. Madonna, Chris Martin, Eddie Murphy, Dakota Johnson, Samuel L. Jackson, Amy Winehouse, rest in peace, Anna Paquin, Robin Williams. Now, I do have to comment on that list first by saying they missed a lot of celebrities who do have front tooth gaps that we're aware of. But perhaps for brevity of the article's sake, they were trying to not list every damn body. So I do want to say one of the people they missed that I would think anybody would think of instantly aside from Madonna, because I know I had said that at the top of the episode before even reading that article Michael Strahan, like, damn, he has a very prominent, obvious gap. And then we also have, which I think she was mentioned. Yeah, I was going to say Anna Paquin, but <laughs> she was already mentioned. Uzo Aduba. And if y'all don't know who she is, she played Crazy Eyes on Orange is the New Black. If you haven't watched it, I guess you won't know. Then there's Rachel Lindsay who was on The Bachelorette, even though I don't watch The Bachelorette and The Bachelor and all that, so I didn't know about her. Then there's Willem Dafoe. Come on, y'all gotta know who Willem Dafoe is. Then Seal. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, it still bothers me that him and Heidi Klum fucking divorced, man. Mm, thought they were a cute couple. Then there's also Georgia Jagger, model, daughter of somebody famous. I think y'all can figure out who it is. And there's somebody who I've never heard of, Slick Woods, who is also a model for Savage Fenty. 
and I'm sure there's plenty of other people out there, but I just wanted to mention those individuals because, hey, they deserve to be mentioned, right? What do you think? Now, I want to also comment on that article and say it didn't wrap up very well. Well, I guess it did. (laughs) It didn't really have a proper closing to me. It did have a suggestion of, if you like this article, why don't you read this one? And I'm thinking maybe that was the actual closing of the article. But to me, that's a poor way to go. You should have an actual closing summary or sentence. Then move on to, hey, if you like reading this, then perhaps you might like reading this thing. Insert link. Um, And then I also, to stop critiquing the article, because I'm done with that part, y'all. I don't want to sit here and feel like I'm trashing the whole thing because I did learn some things from it about the whole good luck thing. And now I'm like, damn, I must have a lot of luck because I have gaps between damn near every tooth on the top row of my damn teeth and then a couple on the bottom. But then I got to thinking about the part of the article that described character traits that people with gap teeth have. And I was like, "Mm, I don't believe all these apply to me, but perhaps some of them do. For instance, the whole mentioning about being creative. Yes. Well, obviously I'm doing this thing, right? I've got some books I've written, constantly doing the blog. And if you did decide to go ahead and torture yourself by listening to the episode titled Death of the Mixtape, where I actually talked about making a mixtape many moons ago that was not of the greatest quality. It's not my best work, but whatever. (laughs) Then you'll know, yes, I am a highly creative person, I would like to think. Intellectual, perhaps. I guess that depends on who you ask. Adventurous nature. I would say I'm adventurous and wanting to learn more. Like, perhaps I am inquisitive in that way. But I don't consider myself, like, spontaneous. I feel like when you're talking about people being adventurous, like, they're real spontaneous. They don't give a fuck about making plans. They just do the thing because that's just what their heart's telling them to do. That's just what they feel like doing. That's not really me all the time. (laughs) I feel like I am definitely way more of a planner. You know, I like some level of structure. I even like planning out the time that is to be my free time. That's just how I focus. I feel like it's just the best way for me to carry myself through life. And then the very talkative. Uh, See, that depends on the company I'm in. I'm talkative with people that I'm comfortable with. If I'm comfortable around you, I'll talk your fucking head off. If not, you're probably going to think, damn, why is she so quiet? (laughs) And I feel like this is an introvert thing, really. Because every time I, as you may or may not know, have done some research on introversion, um, which I'm really thinking I should do a podcast episode about that. So stay tuned for that. It'll be coming up. I don't know when, but it's coming. Maybe within the next month, I'll throw out something about that because that has been a huge part of my life as being an introvert person. But anyway, I do not like just making small talk. I do not like just being full force with people I don't really know or people I really don't want to have that deeper connection with, such as coworkers. <laughs> I just don't feel like I need to go and, I don't know, just be as chummy and stuff. Like, I feel like I'm approachable, respectful, friendly. Um, but I, yeah, I'm, anyway. <laughs> the other part about the personality, it says in the AstroTark blog post says, they will never bore you and will be the life of any group or party. Now, I don't feel like I'm a boring person, but as far as being the life of any group or party, I do not like being the center of attention. 
So, no. <laughs> I'm going to say for that, like, if I happen to all of a sudden be the life of somebody's party, that is not intentional. I really would much rather kind of just blend. You know, I don't want to stand out because I feel like standing out could cause you some problems. That's just how I feel. That's that's how I look at it. So, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> so, the other personality trait that's mentioned in this article is that people with the gap teeth are very responsible and they never say no to any task that comes their way. That is not true for me. I feel like I'm like moderately responsible, you know, maybe between moderate and high. Um, I had to get there. I haven't always been there. I I would say the main reason that I am responsible, if you want to say I am, is because I have kids. And even though one's halfway out the nest and another one will be, you know, getting up out of here, hopefully before the end of the year is over with. I, that's just why honestly I'm like I cannot be a deadbeat parent for my kids especially since I am a single parent so that's where my level of responsibility I feel like comes in at when it comes to myself which I'm working on I could do a lot better when it comes to regulating myself a bit more and making sure I'm taking care of myself better but I'm working on it I am working on I am a work in progress damn it <laughs> And as far as saying no to any task that comes their way, unless I am getting paid, <laughs> chances are I'm probably going to be like, nah, bruh. I mean, it just depends on the situation, but I'm not going to sit here and say that I would just say no. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. The other thing that is mentioned here is that people with the gap teeth are great financial managers. Money management is something that they're well equipped with. I don't know about that with me. I mean, I feel like I could be a lot more financially stable. I'm working towards that. That's another thing I'm working towards. But I would never want to be like a financial planner or like an accountant. I would never want to be responsible for someone else's money. Shit, I don't want to be responsible for my own a lot of time. <laughs> Just because, you know, you start looking at the numbers and you're like, yikes, sometimes. You know what I mean? But um, I, I wouldn't say that I'm well equipped to manage money. Not that I've been like super irresponsible but in my younger days absolutely and not also having the knowledge or even thinking to seek the knowledge out has not necessarily helped with my uh fiduciary efforts but I'm getting a lot better I feel like at this point I am a lot more responsible it'd just be nice if I had a little more cha-ching coming in you know but that's again something that can be worked on and as of now the eldest child has been working full-time so that's helping bring a bit of financial alleviation the youngest child will hopefully be helping me out with that put me in the same position so that when they graduate their ass from high school this year they can go get them a little full-time situation and then mama can have a little more cash in the pocket because let me tell you something about jj who is the youngest if y'all don't know <laughs> You've heard JJ, a.k.a. Sign Time on YouTube. Check out his YouTube channel. That's Sign Time, C-Y-N-E-T-I-M-E, or just T-Y-M-E. I don't know. You'll find him. Just put C-Y-N-E. It'll come by. Then he's got this little, like, Roblox character with red hair and shades on for his profile pic. You can't miss it. But anyway, yeah, I'm hoping that this kid can get him a little full-time gig soon well not soon but once he graduates school because he eats a whole damn lot y'all have no idea he told me earlier today he went out with a friend to have lunch hang out and this freaking boy ate an entire medium-sized meat lovers pizza by himself and had the nerve to tell me after he burped he realized he wasn't really full that he had room for more 
I'm like, I cannot even imagine what the hell your grocery bill is going to be like whenever you are living on your own because your damn hunger is ridiculous. It is boundless. Do you have a tapeworm? What the hell? <laughs> okay, like, what the hell? I have never in life been able to eat that much. And think about, even if it's a cheese pizza, right? Let's just think about if it's a medium-sized cheese pizza. I could probably, in, in one sitting, eat half of that and be fine i might be even stuffed to the gills this boy ate a whole medium-sized meat lovers tons of meat piled on the dough the cheese the sauce and is telling me he's not even full what the entire hell i have to get on him all the time when i ask him about what he wants when i go grocery shopping this week it's just like boy i'm not buying all this damn food you better learn how to get some more grains and shit in your diet you better learn to start drinking some water when you get hungry because this is too damn much for mama's pockets <laughs> okay and he's gotten a lot better but let me tell you something i don't know if y'all know about those big ass generic type of cereals that they sell at the regular grocery store but I used to buy him those all the time. Tell me why he would go through that within a week, y'all. Within a week, the big-ass Mondo-sized bags of cereal. I'm just like, how? How is this possible? I can buy one regular size box of cereal, and it might take me three weeks to finish it. You know why? Because, number one, I don't always want to eat cereal number two i know i gotta have more of a variety in my diet you know that includes my breakfast choices so maybe today we have an oatmeal maybe today i just have myself a dandy blend cup with maybe a piece of toast or something like that you know it just depends on how i'm feeling which if y'all don't know about dandy blend they have not paid for this mention but i just want to shout it out there because i have been looking for a healthier alternative to coffee and I was on iHerb.com, shout out to them, even though, again, they ain't paying for this, but I'm mentioning all this because I do think having proper health is important and it starts a lot of times with what you eat. So I was looking for some healthier coffee alternatives. I go on iHerb.com and I see they have this dandy blend. I'm like, oh, let me see about dandy blend. And I start reading the reviews as I do because I am not just going to take a company's word for how great their product is. You're trying to sell me this. You're trying to get my money. Of course, you're going to make it like it's the greatest thing that ever lived. So I'm not going by that. Let me read some of these customer reviews that don't look like some bot shit. So I read the reviews and everybody's like, okay, yup, it's a good coffee substitute. Does give me a little energy, da, da, da. So I'm like, all right, all right, I'm going to try it. It's not that expensive. I'm going to get the smallest pack, try it out. Guess what? It does taste like regular coffee. Like, I feel like if I am ready to ever fully step away from coffee, I can do it with the dandy blend. So I just want to shout that out. If anybody's interested, any of my friends that live close by listening, if y'all want to try some, I'll give you a couple scoops. Let me know, baby. You know how to get a hold of me. <laughs> I love you and appreciate you. So speaking of that, I want to say with a full heart that I appreciate everybody who's been listening to this podcast from day one. It really means a lot to me to know that y'all care about my podcast enough that I'm bringing you some sort of entertainment, maybe teaching you some things that you would have never even thought of before and that you're tuning in. And if you haven't left a review wherever you listen to this podcast, at, please do leave me a review. And don't forget, in case you didn't know, because maybe you didn't know because I don't mention it every episode, but you can leave me a voicemail. You just got to go to my official podcast page, which is located at anchor.com. Oh, no, sorry. Anchor.fm. 
anchor.fm slash okvibes, okay? So that you can see about leaving me a little voicemail. And there are times that there are polls up and questions if you listen on Spotify, because it's only available on Spotify, unfortunately. So if you are a Spotify listener, feel free to answer the questions or polls that are linked to the episode i really want to hear y'all's feedback i want to know and perhaps in a future episode i could feature your voicemail so hit me up hit me up hit me up (laughs) yes and if you're not already following me on instagram and twitter you can find me in both places at justine monique j-u-s-t-i-n-e-m-o-n-i-k-u-e and please visit the ok vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com. See you next Throwback Thursday. Bye!